0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to our uncharted discussion, uh, part of the Empowered to Grow podcast. I still have the lovely Tyrone Smith.
1: Hi, Tyrone. Hi, everybody. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: we're still talking and so much alignment is just happening. So we're, we're so blessed that this yeah. is um, a conversation that is really worth having. Yeah. Um, Tierney, we were talking about your role as um, a CEO and uh, you're talking about success and also you're an author and you talk about the CEO life, but more importantly, you talk about scalability. Yes and the empowerment that comes from from that for small um, small business owners. So I want to pick your brain a bit more about what's scalability to you.
1: Okay, well, let's pick, pick, pick it. The (laughs) uh, first thing I want to do before I uh, define scalability is to say that your business will never outgrow your mindset. Or -hmm. another way of saying it is your business will grow in direct parallel with your healing. And so that's what true. happens is a lot of people try to separate um, their business from their personal. But as we were talking about offline, your business is you and you are your business. Because or even if it's a huge corporation, how you lead is based on how you live. Oh, that's good. How you <laughs> lead is based on how you, know, you say something. And you're like, I it. like that. I like that. I'm going to use it. <laughs> You can use that word. You can use it. How you lead is basically how you live or how you run your business is based on who you are and how you think. And so a lot of people, they just focus on the strategy. What's the right marketing strategy? What's the right, you know, sales strategy that I need to grow my business? But Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it back a little bit because when you look at scaling, scaling is simply that you have the right infrastructure already in place. And Mm -hmm. now you're just going to scale it up. So there's a difference between scale and grow. So grow is simply meaning that you are adding resources, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's talent to be able to grow the business. So you're having to add more money in order to increase your revenue. When you Mm -hmm. get to the scaling part, you've already added up the resources, you've already added the talent. And so now you can grow without investing all of those resources and time. So that's the business part of it. Mm -hmm. But when you're scaling your business, you have to become a different version or the next best level of yourself. So where you are at a $50,000 business and how you show up as a CEO is going to be totally different at how you show up as a $500,000 a year, you know, CEO, or a business that's making $5 million or $50 million. So as your business grows and scales up, scale up, You have to grow. You have to grow your mindset. You have to grow your skills, your expertise, your healing has to grow because you're going to be managing more people. You're going to be managing or working with more clients. So you have to evolve. And so that's one thing that I say is evolving. Like the point that you evolve is when you die. So you're Mm -hmm. constantly evolving and growing. So at every new stage of your business, you have to show up as a newer and best version, a better version of yourself. That's true. That is so true. And and the the part as well that is also important, that
0: understanding that you can't step up until that step that you're on at this point in time is solid enough. That foundation is solid enough to carry you. Because I've seen so many businesses, especially when we're talking about SMEs, those are the small and medium enterprises, um, that they're thinking, okay, yay, I'm doing great at this point in time. Now I need to reach 10 more countries or 100 more clients, whatever it is, and then they collapse really quickly and they have to retrieve and they have to, whether they're going across borders so that's internationalization. I've also seen de-internationalization where they have to retrieve their efforts just because, oh my God, this is becoming so rocky. And that has so many negative connotations. That they're they're not being able to fulfill business orders. They're not maintaining their relationships. The supply chain starts starts suffering, and that includes both product and service based. So it is important, as you said, that you have to grow. Before growing, you have to keep. I
1: want to say, um, what solid feet or something along those lines. First of all, you said a mouthful there. You said a mouthful there. So what happens is. You personally, as a CEO, have to grow and develop and be ready for that next level. And mm-hmm. your business infrastructure has to be ready to grow in that next level. And like you said, it has to be solid. So those, yeah. thing, those things, if you're a $500,000 company and you want to be a million-dollar company or a $5 million company, you have to already have implemented the systems, the team, the procedures that are going to grow you to 5 or $10 million. And like you said, what most businesses do, they will try to or attempt to grow to 5 million, gain the customers, but they don't have the right infrastructure. So you have to see it individually and then you have to um, implement it in your business before you have it. And most, a lot of CEOs, they're just impatient. They're impatient. They want the destination and they're not willing to enjoy the journey and the process of getting to the destination. They want to incorporate on Monday and by Friday, they want to be seven figures. They're like, I want it now. But that, I honestly,
0: as much as I see it, I can't blame them. Let's say, in, because of the exposure that social media has done, um, and it's exposed a lot of different fields and stuff, they're yeah. seeing that. And you are getting those posts that are saying, oh, you wanna know how I made $100,000 today, in two hours, yeah. in four hours, in a million, in I don't know how long, do you want my secrets? Do you want?" And this, by default, kind of feeds the, you know, exactly. the, the insecurities of us all. And as you said, if we're not healing, I'm not saying healed. We, I don't think we ever heal 100%. Yeah. But if we're not actively healing and if we're not conscious of what we're doing and everything, we get tempted to think there's something wrong with us, that we're not doing the right thing. And I know I, even though I supposedly had all the, the certifications and the experience and the tacit knowledge and all of this that went along with it, I was tempted every time. I was like, oh my God, I need to I need to enroll in this course. That's the person who's going to tell me how to level up. That's the person who's going to tell me how to you know, make the $100,000 launch or whatever it is, only to realize, well, it took me a while and a few thousand dollars, more than a few, but let's just say a few. Let's just say a few. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stop and say, and look inward back again to validating myself, which you, which you spoke about, look inward and say, I'm going to say, why am I doing this? I have everything I need. It's a matter of finding possibly kind of revisiting my team members, revisiting the support um, that I'm getting and what I'm looking outward for, but it does not mean that I'm not on the right track. I'm not on my path. I'm not on my journey. And that has been influenced by following people on social media, whether yes. it's LinkedIn or
1: Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, you know? So, so let's just put something out here right now. Okay. Yeah, Let's do that. <laughs> Half of the stuff on social media is a lie. It is not true or it is part true. So some of the people that are saying, yes, they have a six figure or a million dollar launch. They did, but they didn't tell you about the other 20 launches that they did that did zero. not work. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was, <clears throat> that was zero. So There is no such thing as overnight success. It takes 10 to 15 years to be an overnight success. So you're seeing people in chapter 50 of their book in their business versus chapter one. So you're comparing your chapter one, chapter five to somebody's chapter 50, right? Mm -hmm. So when you see these huge launch, you don't know how long it is taking them to get to that launch or how much they've paid in affiliates to have other people to help market them. So no company is going to start off no list, no influence, no spending thousands or hundreds of thousand dollars on ads and come out doing a million dollar lunch. It's it's just not going to happen. It's like somebody that, you know, started playing basketball today and they're going to, you know, be drafted as as a first round pick in the NBA. It doesn't happen. So I think it's just being honest and understanding that most people, they are posting the, Um, the greatest things within their business on social media, but they're not Mm -hmm. talking about how many nights they stayed awake, how long it took them to, you know, land their big client. So let's just be honest and say, I can look at it for what it is. Yes, I can gain knowledge and I can gain expertise. And the second thing is, it's very difficult for you to keep jumping from trainer to trainer, coach to coach, influencer to influencer. Um executing just part of a person's system versus mm-hmm. finding somebody that you connect with, that you resonate with, and yeah. carrying their system all the way out. Yeah. because people do it differently, and so you have to really you know start finding people that you connect with and carry the system all the way out.
0: Yeah. And as you said as well, um, understand that connection and chemistry is very important in business. Yes. So that is something that also people miss out on. It's yes, some could be really, really successful and they could be, you know, a role model in their own way. You don't have to connect with them because that is something that I've heard people as well kind of when we have the discussions like, yeah, you know, I, I, I really want to fall, but I just can't, I don't like them as a person, or I don't, I don't feel connected to them. And I'm like, and you don't have to, there are others, there are are thousands of others that are doing just as well. They might not have as much exposure, but that doesn't mean there's, there isn't someone out there that you could connect with. And we understand that because success takes years, overnight success takes years, then you have to keep going at it. It's not a matter of giving up. I've tried so many things are just like okay that didn't work out the way i envisioned it i had a whole different vision for this
1: one it played out differently exactly (laughs) but you just have to stop and say
0: it's not what did i do wrong how can i do it differently Mm
1: -hmm. what lesson do i need to learn i always say fail is first attempt in learning so now you've learned you you have more experience so Fell forward, fell fast, fell often. So I don't even look at failure as something that's bad. It gives no. you experience, it enlightens you, and it lets you know, okay, I'll try something different the next time. And if exactly. you keep doing that, you will find out what works for you. And then ask, like you said, what did I do well? What could I improve on? How can I do it differently next time?
0: Okay, I wanna take a, a different angle of the, the business part, the, the marketing and the brand part. Um again, as we were talking that you are the business and the business is you. We're talking about startups and small businesses. Let's let's stop there. Um, and this is mainly where I believe that your brand, what you create, and again, brand is not just a logo and an Instagram page, please. <laughs> there's a lot on an ad. There's a lot more. Your brand is your, the, your companies and which actually is also um, kind of an extension of you of your values, of your voice, of the personality you are seeking, of, of even your, the colors and the tones and, and the textures and everything that translates to your, um, not avatar, but to your target customers and target segments, who you are and what you stand for as a business. Now, when we're talking about scalability and how do we, or what do you think of the brand and its extension, and its scalability as we grow.
1: Does it uh, grow with us? You are speaking my language, and I say that your brand evolves, because yeah. as you evolve, as your thinking evolves, as you your expertise that you're able to offer your clients, it evolves. If You have the right brand foundation. Most entrepreneurs and small businesses, they've never really taken out the time to develop their brand. And Mm -hmm. I always say your brand is a spiritual experience. You have to develop your brand from the inside out. So Mm -hmm. nobody can give you a brand. You can work with a branding coach or branding strategist to help pull out your brand, but it's on the inside of you. And you have to do the self-reflection, the self-introspection to develop your brand. And so your branding, like you said, it's not just your logo and your tagline. It is What are your foundational principles? What is your vision? What is your mission? Um, What is your um, vision that you have for your your brand? What is your brand story? What makes you unique? How do you want to position yourself in the market? Who is your ideal client? And an ideal client is a person that you can solve their problems They understand your value and they are willing and they are able to pay you. So a lot of people, they just say, I'm not attracting the right clients," And that's because your brand essence and your brand messaging is off. And so Mm -hmm. you've gotta take the time to sit down and get crystal clear on who you are, what you believe, who you serve, who you, you know, what you stand for and how you want to serve people. So that's all a part of your brand. You know, how, what is your proprietary methodology or how do you deliver your products and service different from somebody else? And so those are all of the things that you have to get done first. And then now you translate all of that into your photos, your social media, your website. Most entrepreneurs are just so excited to get something out there that they skip all these other steps. And it's actually six steps that are um, required in order to build a solid brand. And most people skip all of those and just go to six. Yeah. And so if you yeah. do that, then your brand is not able to scale with you. But if you do what is required, then your brand can scale with you and it'll evolve with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that, that's the other part is there is no shame in your brand and your company and your messaging and your services or offerings, whatever they are to evolve with you because you're transitioning. Yes.
1: Yes. And I'm going to be honest. It took me probably three or four times before I got my brand right. Because Mm -hmm. I was not listening to the authentic me. I was doing, I was kind of looking at my competitors and I did so much research on my competitors. When I started writing my copy, I was like, oh my God, I sound like them. I I sound like them. And so I had to really take time off. Yes, do your market research, understand what everybody else is doing, but then you're going to have to go inward to find your own authentic voice because your brand should be authentic to you. So if you're having to redo your brand every year, every six months, and I'm not talking about making tweaks or things that nature, but I'm saying like have to do a whole brand overhaul. You probably just don't have the right brand. Because you you should just be doing little facelifts, a little tuck yeah. here or what have you, but not having to redo a whole brand. Yeah,
0: and we're, go, we're now we go back again to the foundation is back understanding the foundation. and understanding and respecting that this is a journey, that it will it take time, time, that you will grow and you will scale. You just have to be consistent. You have to be clear on what you're trying to achieve, and and you have to keep going. It's just, you know, you can't stop here. You've, you're one step in. That's yeah. great. That's better than, than not starting at all. Or you're and 10, or you're 1,000, exactly.
1: And, be, and, and, and you have to be honest mm-hmm. because I remember probably about 12 years ago, God was saying, I want you to work with women. I was like, Mm-mm, I do not want to do that. I am going to work with these corporate clients that pay me extremely well. And that's what I'm going to do. So it even took me 10 years and a three or four brands later to be authentic. So most of the time, when you're a small business, that's service-based, you really are going to be servicing clients like yourself. And so you have to be able to be honest because I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to make money doing that. Hmm. Right. But when you are authentic you know, then the higher, or higher power, God of the universe will start sending you those clients that you want to work with. But you got to be authentic.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, and it's okay to start yes. with the corporate clients if you know that you've Absolutely. got the offering that will get you the foundation yes. that you can build on. That is okay, and then you can kind of tune into your authenticity and exactly. understand that that's also going to take time as you kind of fine tune your message and as you fine tune your offering. I know that. I revise this every three to six months saying, hang on a second, you know, something, and that is exactly it what you said, being, authentic.
1: being so authentic. I feel
0: something is misaligned here. And this is not who I want to serve, or this is not the message I want to put out, or this is not how I'm capitalizing on yeah. the best of my resources as well. Um, and my knowledge base on all of this is like, okay, let me tweak a bit, let me tweak a bit. Um, and I think I'm, I'm still going to, be doing this for some time. You're going to continue to tweet.
1: You're going (laughs) to continue to tweet because you're going to tweet because you're going to continue to evolve. And I still work with corporate clients, but I've added the working with women because that's where my passion and my joy is. So corporate clients, I have a gifting and I'm talented at doing it, but my true passion lies. So you may serve multiple audiences or multiple ideal clients. It's just having clarity with each, each audience that you work with and having the message that is appropriate for each audience.
0: I love this. Well, thank you for the, the crash business scalability strategy session. <laughs> I think what we've done today is kind of give it, a, okay, guys, this is it. And this is, I think the, the bottom line is being authentic, um, appreciating all of you and understanding that all of you is part of your business, but making sure that, you know, you're bring you're really communicating this to everyone you're trying to target and to be consistent and to understand that you it will take time this is a journey you need to build a solid foundation upon which you can grow and you can scale is there anything and else i'm missing out of this
1: <laughs> be compassionate with yourself because yeah. like you said it is going to take you time you're gonna is trial and error you're gonna get some things right you're gonna get some things wrong you're gonna mess up you're gonna lose money you're gonna gain money i remember i heard it in it What you're looking to achieve in your business is going to take you twice as long as you thought, and it's going to cost you three times as much. So just understand that every single thing that you're investing into your business, it isn't an investment, and you will yield a return on it.
0: I want to close with one last question. Yes. What would be your kind of solid advice to women in business in starting and believing that they can create a business?
1: I would say, number one, what is it that you really want? Mm -hmm. Be realistic about what you want and what you're willing to sacrifice or what you're willing to invest to get it. Because mine has changed. I was so driven by business and by money that I was sacrificing my family. And so I had to learn work-life integration and my goals didn't change just my timeline. So before I would try to do something in 12 months, but I realized if I want to be present with my family and actively involved with my kids and have a great marriage, then it may take me to two to three years. So I would say to you, number one, really think about what it is that you want, not just in your business, but in your marriage, with your family, with your kids, with your health, and then as you have goals in all of those areas, then you can see how much you really can dedicate and give to your business.
0: I love that. I'm, um, I'm a health coach. So I got certified from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And part of, the, of what we were talking about, which is basically supporting people in their wellness and their happiness. <sighs> And the circle of life is the thing that came up for me. And that is exactly what you were talking about, is understanding that everything constitutes how you feel, how your body reacts, and your wellness and happiness. That includes your career, it includes your family, includes your relationships with friends and with um, even work relationships, your spirituality, your nutrition, your physical activity, your finances, all of these contribute to your wellness and your happiness and understanding that. And I love that you use the word integration, work life integration, because for me as well, I transitioned out of the balance because there was always feeling the guilt of, oh, this is not balanced enough to I actually say work life synergy, which is I love that. I'm going to use that so, you know, when you hear me say it. (laughs) So the the synergy part, that's where I realized there is where I I was putting in, as you were saying, I'm putting in so much into everything and forgetting my own health or forgetting my own nutrition or nourishment or whatever it is. And that's why I always ended up very ill, uh, burnt out, um, miserable at times and helpless at others. And it's just understanding that it's again, again, back back to what we're, where we started taking the power back and understanding that you have the power to be able to look at your life and be not just realistic, but be kind to yourself and understand that you can achieve whatever you set your heart and mind to. You just have to be considerate of your timelines and considerate of your bandwidth and considerate of everything and everyone else in your life as well, whilst prioritizing you, most importantly.
1: Yes. That was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: here it's um invigorating talking to you thank you so
1: much this is such a fun uh, conversation thank you for having me it's amazing and everything that you said was on point and ditto to all of it same here same here
0: <laughs> i think we could just like you know take the quotes and put it and, and just like whether you're saying it or i'm saying it i love that we had uh so much synergy as well and this it. conversation was heart to heart on so many yeah. levels thank, thank you so much Thank you for joining us. And um, I think we've said it all. There's nothing more to add. (laughs) Except as always, I wish you love, abundance and prosperity. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with the tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananulbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.